Hi, I'm Luminous Star. Welcome to the channel, my current subscribers. Mwah! Thank you guys and gals so much for being my stars. And I also want to thank you for supporting me and keeping the Luminous Star channel active. If this is your first time visiting, welcome to the Luminous Star. Please check the description box below for further details to today's video, Narcissist and the Reptilian Brain. Please like and or share today's video. Topics of discussion. The science behind the narcissist's addiction to obtaining attention from others. Second topic, the diabolical tactic of using neuro-linguistic programming and why it's the narcissist's trump card. Next topic, the narcissist's reptilian brain or narcissism. The last and final topic are the tools, references, and resources of which you can find in the description box below. First point, narcissists and cluster B personality types predominantly use a particular area of his or her brain while focused upon obtaining narcissist supply from others. Some who have this personality disorder might also be addicted to painful emotions, drama, toxicity, dysfunction, chaos, and sabotage. These factors might explain the narcissist's obsession, if not addiction, to obtain attention from others via narcissistic supply. Narcissists and cluster B personalities seem to be obsessed, if not addicted, to people in obtaining supply from them, particularly narcissistic supply. They like to have the attention. Seemingly, negative attention is preferable. I did a couple of videos about the narcissist and or cluster B personality possibly being addicted to painful emotions. Now, this ties right into their having an obsession and addiction to not only keeping their false self images thriving and surviving, but obtaining narcissistic supply from others. Narcissists and or cluster B personality types often function from the reptile brain, which is the primal drives, which often provides them more attention from others. When the narcissist stimulates their reptilian brain, the targeted prey often responds or reacts with particular emotions that supply the narcissist or cluster B personality. Narcissist's reptilian brain plus the targeted prey's paleomammalian brain equals emotional response or reaction. So this is just a snapshot of what happens when the narcissist is engaged with someone else and they're trying to obtain the narcissist's supply and or the attention from him or her, the narcissist's reptilian brain is being stimulated. So when they're engaged with the targeted prey, their emotional brain is being stimulated. And that equals out to the targeted prey more than likely reacting in an emotional way or responding very emotionally. And of course, this means the narcissist is obtaining what they want, which is the attention which is the narcissistic supply. Primal drives, fight, flight, food, family, and fornication. The paleomacmillian brain, which is the emotional brain, is another layer wrapped around the reptilian brain. Next point. According to research, those who have narcissistic personality disorder 
have less developed brain matter that is associated with empathy. Narcissists and those who have a cluster personality type often show signs of impairments with interpersonal functioning. The narcissist's reptilian brain on narcissism. Next point. By using neuro-linguistic programming as a diabolical tactic to obtain narcissistic supply, the narcissist is able to sparrowbound others by repeatedly using suggestive words, key phrases, along with a particular tone of voice while studying perhaps the reptilian systems of others in order to mimic him or her. When the narcissist is successful with this diabolical tactic, most find him or her to be less of a threat at the beginning of relationships. Okay, so at the especially at the beginning of the relationship when, uh, say, love bombing is going on, the narcissist and a close personality, they're putting on the charm. They seem to some heaven sent. Okay, so they're basically the narcissist and the cluster personality. They are masters at copying others. They study other people to mimic him or her, possibly even hijack their identities in order to obtain narcissistic supply. So when they use neuro linguistic programming, it's very diabolical because what they're doing is they're copying. They're basically copying the other person. So this means that the narcissist and the cluster personality, they become masters at imitating and copying other people, not just by gestures, but the tone in their voice, the way they may speak, certain key words, certain words, okay, that they use. They're going to come off less threatening to those individuals. It's almost like they're copying and downloading another you. It's like you have an evil twin running around in the narcissist and cluster personality. It's very diabolical. Let's move forward. The gaslight technique combined with the use of neuro-linguistic programming is the narcissist's trump card, which often ensures that particular emotions will be experienced by the targeted prey. The targeted prey is in a suggestive state, while certain pre-programmed triggers are experienced. What are some of the pre-programmed triggers? Traumatic events, unresolved fears, people, places, and things that remind you of traumatic events, adverse effects of abuse, dysfunctional relationships, and unresolved pain. Once these pre-programmed triggers come up for you, it is at that time that the narcissist has influenced you to be in a suggestive state. They can also start to gaslight you at this time because now, in a sense, they have hypnotize you. They have you spellbound. So you're more open to the narcissist and cluster personality. It's a little bit eerie when you think about it. Tool number one, practice mindfulness in order to help understand what triggers the primal brain. Nonverbal communication occurs between you and the narcissist in your life more often than you might realize. The primal brain is sensitive to body language rather than verbal language. Narcissists and cluster personality, they tend to operate or function more from their reptilian brain. So they're absolutely more sensitive to your body language more than what you may actually say. It is not a gender thing. It's not a gender thing because this can be a narcissist who's female. 
she's more uh, sensitive or she can pick up your body language more than what you're actually saying, whether you're a male or female. If this is a female narcissist, she's a little bit more sensitive to things like that because she functions from the reptilian brain more so than her emotional brain. Same thing when it comes to a male narcissist. He functions more from his primal brain. So he's more sensitive to the body language rather than the verbal language. And then when you factor in that their predatory natures are usually at work, then this is really why sometimes they have a sixth sense of what you're about to do and or say. It's almost like they just, they're psychic. Discontinue to waste any time, finances, and or energy on attempting to change the narcissist and or cluster personality. Your life has purpose. Do not waste it on supplying narcissists or cluster personality types in your personal life. So spend less time with these types of individuals. You're probably going to notice some changes in your own life once you do so. If you have a support base, this is really going to be a game changer because now you have the contrast. The contrast is that you have on one side the narcissist and the cosmic personality who is just being toxic, right? And on the other side, you're able to focus on people who are not like the narcissist, people who don't have a personality disorder, such as the cluster B personality. They're not narcissistic, right? They're probably healthier. They're probably uh, more interested in having positive relationships with you. So there's your contrast. You're able to balance because again, on one side you have the narcissist and on the other side you have people who are not like the narcissist. This is exactly why having a support base is a game changer because it provides you that contrast. If you have the contrast, you're more than likely going to experience more harmony, if not balance, in your life. Next tool. Take time out to spend with yourself by creating a personal sanctuary or place of refuge in order to obtain peace of mind. The chaos, conflict, Toxicity and drama of dysfunctional relationships with narcissists and or personality types can be emotionally stressful. Choosing to use your support base to express what you have experienced can be a real game changer. I want to wish all of my stars, especially the very best success with working your support base because a narcissist and cluster personality, they don't want you to spend any time with yourself because this gives you the opportunity to place things into a clearer perspective. Because now you're probably going to be critically thinking about what's going on. The narcissist doesn't want that to happen. Because once they lose control, they lose supply. Okay, let's take a look at some critical questions. Critical question number one. Do you often feel emotionally, mentally, or psychologically drained, especially after a heated argument with the narcissist or close personality? Critical question number two. Is there a contrast between how you feel while in the presence of the narcissist in comparison to when you are away from him or her? Which scenario influences you to feel and think better about yourself? Next critical question. Can you use five words to describe the character of the narcissist or cluster B personality in your life based upon actual events that took place between you 
And that person or those individuals or those persons References and resources. You can find the references and resources in the description box below. I'm Luminous Star. I want to thank everybody for joining me today or tonight. Wherever you are right now, I wish you the very best. Stay tuned for more vlogs and stay tuned for more videos. Hi YouTube, Luminous Star here. Welcome to my channel, Luminous Star. At the end of the video, please hit the like and or subscription button and also leave me some comments and questions. And today's video is going to be me answering a question from a current subscriber. I thought this was an awesome question, okay? And I'm going to go ahead in my question, I'm going to give three points and I may go ahead and give some examples. But again, at the end of the video, if there's anything in this video that you hear that you want further clarification on, uh, yeah, or for further clarity, go ahead and send me emails or in the comment section, send me a question. Okay? This one, again, is my answering a question from a current subscriber. Okay? And I don't really have to paraphrase the question. It's a pretty simple question, but I thought it was awesome. I still think it is, so I'm going to go ahead and answer it right now. This is, the question is, do narcissists give up the victim mentality? Okay? I'm going to go ahead and jump off and saying, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't give up the victim mentality. Narcissists do not do that. Number one reason, in my opinion, the number one reason is, is because it works too damn good. It works very well for them. Okay, unfortunately, for those who may, you know, be on the receiving end of that, yeah, uh, it works very well for narcissists. Now, narcissists are, and this is my first point, um, you know, so I'm going to say no, they don't give it up. Point number one, narcissists are very immature. They lack emotional intelligence and social intelligence. They lack this. Don't take my word for it. Do the research. Uh, narcissists, it has been found that cluster B personalities, um, you know, they do not take responsibility for what they do and they lack emotional and social intelligence. So whenever we try to attempt to hold them accountable for anything that they do, doesn't work because narcissists, they really, really, really don't get it. They don't get why we're upset when they do or say something. That really, really hurts. That really pissed us off. They really don't get it. So whenever we try to hold them accountable for anything, it's really, uh, you know, doesn't go anywhere. It pretty much falls on deaf ears. And it's like hitting a brick wall. It doesn't happen. So narcissists, the second point is narcissists, they lack a sense of responsibility okay so since they lack the sense of responsibility they're not going to even acknowledge that they've done anything to hurt anyone they're, they're not so lacking a sense of responsibility that's the second point 
That's another reason why they use the victim mentality and they don't give it up. It works very well for them, right? So my third and final point is narcissists, when they, it, it, let's put it like this, codependents, enablers, let me go down the list, enablers, codependents, empaths, people pleasers, these four people, these four types of people are the people that narcissists usually find very appealing. So they usually try to link up with them. And when they do the victim mentality, these four types of individuals, they usually deliver. What do I mean by that? They feel sorry for the narcissist when the start when the when the tears start flowing and, and the narcissist starts saying, well, oh, you know, woe is me. The unfortunately, these four types of individuals, they have beautiful traits. The narcissist usually use those traits as a weapon against them via victim mentality. There you go. The, the narcissist is telling you his or her sad sob story. And unfortunately, those of us who have a, a more capacity to nourish, to support, to love, and to care for other people, the narcissist eats that up like candy. So they use the victim mentality and they do it every time. I think most of you looking at this video, you can probably think of at least one incident where a narcissist has used the victim mentality. And unfortunately, because you didn't quite see the narcissist for, he or she, for him or her or who they were, you went on and you felt sorry for them. And you maybe even supported them, right? Before the fall cleared, and then you can see, oh my gosh, this person is not as helpless as they led me to believe. Right? So yes, the victim mentality works very well for the narcissist. So yeah, they do not give it up. <laughs> Unfortunately, it works too damn well for them. So nar narcissists, because again, of their, their traits, their characteristics, the way they are, they learn very early that victim mentality, yes, is uh, something that they do not want to give up. They learn how to be like a victim very early in life and they just keep on they run with it so to answer your question uh no they don't give up they don't give up that victim mentality ever because it works too damn good for them <laughs> i hope you guys enjoyed this video and again send me comments questions and till next time yes come back and see me <laughs>